speeding. Yeah. Sure. I, I gotta I gotta um embrace my inner Drew. Uh hello, welcome to the podcast. Good, I don't know who these two fantastic people are. <laughs> so you're gonna have to tell me. Uh well y'all have to introduce yourselves because I know I've I've talked with Danielle. Is it Danielle? Daniela? Dan Danielle? It's Just Danielle. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm awful with Daniel names. <laughs> um all right. So uh don't we talked about yeah, I never know They're if it's because there's the E on the end, so I don't know if that's Danielle. <laughs> anyway, there's a wait, there's a what at the end? Well, if there's there an wasn't e. an E, it would be Daniel, which we do have two of in our okay. organization. Uh, you want to say, you RPG say Daniela? Is that what you're trying to do, good? <laughs> yeah, sure. Daniela. Well, Daniela. How do you spell Daniela? Anyways, let's get off of this topic. Okay. We're never going to get into anything important. Okay. Um, we talked about RPG research on a previous podcast, and Danielle, Dan, Dan, <laughs> damn it, damn it. Um, wait, we have, well, to, be, wait, we have to be PG. What, where does that, where does the P, so we have to be PG this podcast. Where does that come and go? Does that mean no cussing? Does that mean just no talking about, we, what does that mean? We Let's get that out of the way. We no cussing and no talking no cussing. about. Anything else. Said. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> what? Um, so the thing yeah. is, I was told this like five minutes ago and well, you're, I prepared. You're okay with it. I, I pre- notified you two weeks ago. I prepared something <laughs> yeah, called I- the lewd list, which is actually just a bill, but I'm calling it the lewd list of things to talk <laughs> about today. All right. He's so full of it. Jeez, um, Matt. I know. Okay. So, Dan- Danielle, like reach out to me. I- yes, that's what, I, that's what oh. I was trying to get to after I butchered your name oh. over and over again. Uh, Danielle reached out after we talked about RPG research, and you said, you could go, come on the podcast, and now here we are, and you've brought a friend. I did. So with me is our vice president, John Welker. Um, Hello. Both of us are registered recreation therapists in the state of Washington. And uh, would you like to tell a little bit about your background? Okay. Uh, as she said, registered recreational therapist, state of Washington. I have been running games since 1979. I, 21 years in the army as a LPN. And I run the Spokane Area Gaming Alliance out here, which is another organization that just provides people, volunteers for conventions to run games. Uh, I was a representative of Wizards of the Coast as a Wizards of the Coast delegate. Mm-hmm. And I was the D&D Adventures League Spokane local area coordinator. I have uh, been an event coordinator uh, running gaming rooms for such um, small conventions as SpokeCon and larger ones such as Gen Con, World Con, um, et cetera, Con, et cetera. And uh, cool. for those of the people that may not know, what is an LPN? Licensed practical nurse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, that's what uh, you did in the uh, Army? Yes. I was. Yeah. I had lots of jobs in the Army. The last one was as a licensed practical nurse. I was a combat medic before that and a unit armor before that and a secretary before that. Okay, cool. Did you have to heal any like crazy wounds? Yes, <laughs> sure, sure. Oh. Uh, Ever like a bayonet? Yeah. That'd be wild. How old uh, do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> no bayonets were used in the Civil War. Really? Uh, <laughs> in the Civil War, bayonets are still used today. He served during the Gulf War. Mm. Okay, so wait, we actually use bayonets in active combat? Yes. Really. Is because it, sometimes combat gets closer than gunshot range. 
Right. I just didn't know we still strapped knives to the front of our guns. Okay. I just don't huh. know what closer than gunshot range is. It's in Too your face. to shoot accurately. But if they're right there at the end of your... Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, the is this long, and if I'm inside of it... Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, the more important thing is, yes, I've got some crazy ones. Yes, bayonets are still used in combat today. Huh. Uh, I mean, I believe man. you. I'm just saying. We don't, we don't use it in charge formations, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My background is in tabletop gaming as well as athletic training. I actually had a teacher grab me by the hand while I was going to athletic training classes and say, you're in the wrong profession. You need to be doing uh, role-playing. Uh, or not role-playing. Well, recreation, recreation therapy. therapy. But role-playing because she knew that um, there was other things ahead for me because I was talking about role-playing and other gaming because I do tabletop a lot. Well, that's good that you took that as positive, because the one time somebody grabbed me away from doing something which was in uh, college, it was more like you are awful at this. <laughs> you should you should definitely do something else because this is not going to work. Oof, that was a bad. Day. No, it wasn't that I was awful at it. I actually have about seven years of field experience with uh, athletic training, but. Uh, they were just like, you're in the wrong profession and you're not going to stay there and you're not going to be happy. But <laughs> I, you can be happy and do what you like here. Mm. I've had pretty good experiences I with therapists. Your mandatory happiness pills every day. <laughs> <laughs> so when did, when did RPG research form? How did that come about? So it first and foremost is a uh, research database when it first was thought into existence. And you can see that on our old uh, W3 website. And we're currently working on putting it over. It started in uh, 1977. Yeah, uh, the founder became involved in role-playing games in 1977, uh, started research of the effects in 1983, Mm -hmm. used RPGs for education goals in 1985, and um, incarcerated populations since 1990. He's been using it in therapeutic settings since 2004, and I do believe 2004 is when we actually start RPG research as an organization. Mm-hmm. I myself joined in 2016. I mean, shortly after in 2017. Okay. Oh, so, <clears throat> how are you guys doing what you do during the coronavirus pandemic? Well, what do you do? A lot yeah, of well, yeah, I guess that is a good question. Like, we should back what, up and like, what do you, what's the typical, listen, you how heard do you the typically podcast. use this as a therapy? Danielle, you heard what I had to say, right? <laughs> I couldn't figure it <laughs> yes, out. I did. <laughs> right. I did. I heard it and I was like, oh, they said my name. And then I was like, oh my God, they're ripping apart our website. But also we're putting the website <laughs> up right now. And, <laughs> and We did do a pretty done. good job of that, <laughs> I will say. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think I asked a bunch of times, like, what do you, what do these people do? So what is it that like you do? We're a 501c3 nonprofit that researches the effects of all role-playing games in all formats. And then we use that data to be able to do uh, community programs. Trying to affect educational, recreational, therapeutic, and uh, professional development goals. Mm-hmm. We have community service programs. We do have research programs. We have several researchers that meet um, do research, do, do actually do research and do um, meta research where they examine the research that's already been done by other people and compile that. We have a large depository of over 3,000 items 
of, of research. Mm -hmm. We have the largest singular role-playing focused research database on the internet. So whenever you say research, what are you researching? Like uh, the, the effects, effects of role-play? Role okay. On like, How do you do that? On like what? So there's several different ways. We can get a uh, IRB. IRB and go out and, that? and do that IRB study. Or like with the MDA camp. <laughs> uh, Hold on, what's an IRB? You have to remember, we're, yeah. we're Our idiots. IRB, <laughs> IRB is a waiver um, that oversight board that it's an institutional review board. So that the the person who founded actually the IRB is the person who did the Stanford uh, prison study so that nothing right. like that happens again. What I happened? was about to say, because you, before you said that last part of that sentence, I was like, what? Because <laughs> that was yeah. bad. Okay. That was not so a good it's thing. It's basically so that there isn't It's harm. to make sure that research subjects aren't abused. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, 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 then, okay, okay. The other way is by actually doing our programs. So we did the MDA camp. This is our little portfolio on it. You can't see the picture because it's blown out. No, that's but, just a white. Um, you're holding a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out. It's not real. Battle. Uh, okay. Um, so we did uh, we did a live action and a combat LARP. That is the picture for the combat LARP on there. Okay. Uh, in a grass field for individuals at the Muscular Dystrophy Association, and uh, twenty three of them were in wheelchairs. And there is a WHO uh, scale system that goes from World zero. Health Organization. Yep. That goes okay. from zero to four uh, okay. on the disability. And so we had individuals from one, le the level one of disability, all the way to three full trachs and um, stuff of that nature for medical aid devices and ability level. And we had a combat LARP. We had 100% participation and zero injuries. Yay. <laughs> um, so they were hitting each other with buffer weapons. You know, like yeah. AMP guard, uh, padded weapons, uh, lances, swords. They had shields yeah. that they made themselves. Heck yeah. Dude, I love these weapons. We have a few somewhere in the studio that I, I don't think they're made for LARPing, but they're so cool. I mean, it, it would hurt, but they're so cool. Well, there, there are different levels depending on what organization of what kind of padding you need. The one she's going to show you is for... You have to excuse them. They're really worn. Yeah. <laughs> this is a soft padded one. It's fun noodle around a PVC core. Uh, the really long one is a lance, so it can be held under the arm. And it can be supported oh by God. your whole arm instead of just your... Um, gotcha. Your it's, it's medieval knights. Yeah. It is. Medieval, medieval times. times. Yeah, medieval times. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So the reason we get the lances is because, you know, we have wheelchair people, so a.k.a. cavalry. Also, they don't uh -huh. have the ability to physically hold up and swing the sword. Mm -hmm. So it's an adaptive uh, device to make it a lance. And we can also use uh, tape. And by that tape, I mean athletic tape. So it doesn't actually stick to their hands, but we can tape their hand to the sword if necessary mm -hmm. um, and things like that. So the, right. the part of the research, to go back to the question that we're talking about, is that we learned through doing this MDA camp that individuals who their own physical uh, ability was not going to let them go the whole time would end up going to John's table from where I was running the LARP and 
sit down and play the tabletop version because we had both a live action and a tabletop version running at the same time so they could get the same amount of of interaction the whole time, even if they physically couldn't do it. So a LARP is a live action role-playing game like AmpGuard. Mm-hmm. A TRPG tabletop role-playing game is what I was running. Basically Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition with the Adventures in Middle-Earth rules, which added some additional rules to make it um, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And I'm running the exact same scenario as she is with the live action. So they would come in mm-hmm. and play a little bit, recharge their own personal batteries, uh, you know, feel more energized and go back out and finish combat. Mm-hmm. Which is the exact opposite right. of okay. what we thought. We thought once we lost them, we lost them. So uh-huh. because That's interesting. MDA is a use it or lose it kind of situation. So um, we thought that they would, you know, be done. Their batteries would be empty and they wouldn't be able to go back out. Gotcha. We did ex- successfully exhaust them by the end of the day, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who won? Did, did the orcs win? Did no, Sauron oh, yes, prevail? Yes. That was designed for the orcs to win, though. Yeah, the orcs did win. Yes. Oh, okay. It's, what do you mean uh, design- it was a so the people- battle. I see. So what are you and hoping so to time- gain from this? Like, is just giving the, the, the people involved physical activity or uh, an escape? Like, what's the what's the goal? For, for that one, it was physical activity and a break. They wanted these kids to just be kids. And for two days during our sessions, they were just kids. We were up against many different programs. The firefighters brought out the hoses. Uh, the game truck was there. We were the only one with 100% participation. Game truck is um, video games. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we beat out video games in participation. Yep. That's cool. So um, That's really yeah, cool. Well, who the heck yeah. doesn't want to beat each other up with sticks? <laughs> <laughs> we do it sometimes. Sounds pretty fun. I was going to say, do you participate? I don't know how you yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Of course you do, right? You're right there well, in the middle. I can hurt, honestly. But we've definitely gotten in several, like, uh, showing people how to LARP battles. Right. I, yeah. I've taught them all how to use uh, swords safely. And mm-hmm. The objective, of course, is to kill your friends, not injure them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, uh, um, I'm sure there's some people that uh, that's not the case. Yeah. So on your website, it says that you, uh, with only around $3,000 a year in donations from 2018 and 19, is that a typical year? Is the whole organization yeah, running under a $3,000 year? Yep. How do you, it's how many all, employees are there? All volunteers. Zero. Okay. I mean, okay. We're all volunteers. Yeah. 100 plus volunteers, five continents. Nobody gets paid a dime. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how, so how, where does that $3,000 go? Just, just to, 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 to events like what you just described, right? To, it goes to into sticks. equipment for events like that. <laughs> okay. And our community programs. We do a fair, well, right now that's where it ends up. Uh, an IRB web waiver that we talked about earlier is upwards of uh, $5,000? $2,600. Yeah, 2600 to uh, $20,000 for an IRB waiver, depending on what you're doing. So, so we're, how do you, we're, we're do working you, like our way one a year, that. basically? Okay. So we're hoping to eventually be able to do multiple a year, but right uh-huh. now, feasibly, our next goal is one a year. I see. And then also we do programs. So we have kits where we will go to community centers and or the libraries, or we have a bus and trailer. Um, we have two that, trailers now. Two trailers that we can go and set up. <laughs> 
uh, or we go and set up in different locations. Yeah. So we weekly set up these. Oh my um, gosh! Is this picture go real? Central. The what is Probably. this bus? This this is the bus. Yes. yes. Where you see it? Walk out there and the with a device the, you would like. Where are you incredible. finding this picture, Matt? It's the tiniest little picture on this uh, page. Hold on, let me link it to you. Um, surely there's a way to blow this if up. If you stay yeah. on the front page, it'll scroll <clears throat> across the top. All of our vehicles. Uh, it's like... It's like Heroes of Might and Magic Although, just like painted itself on this trailer <laughs> and bus. <laughs> We have a hard time describing to people who have never heard of role-playing games what a role-playing game is. And so with those images, they get a little bit of a picture of it because what we did is we went to Fiverr Fiverr, and uh, told them that we wanted to show what a role-playing game is. So people sitting at a table telling a adventure and um, what is happening in bubbles above their heads. So that's where all of that art comes from. Now, the purposes of the RPG bus and trailers is that these are mobile rec therapy um, facilities that we can go out to places that don't have those things. Mm -hmm. They're wheelchair accessible. The bus has a wheelchair lift. The trailers both have ramps. Mm -hmm. Um, The oldest trailer has an additional ramp that we got to make it more ADA compliant. Uh, that's 20 feet long or 26 feet long. 20. It's 26 feet long. And it takes us an hour to install if there's two of us working on it. Mm-hmm. But we will go out to wherever we're needed and set up and people will come in and they'll play their games. We'll go out in the woods to do LARPs or whatever and wherever mm-hmm. we need to be. Because um, a lot of professional places like hospitals and stuff like that, you can only get a room for an hour or 45 minutes at the most. Uh, yeah. Really hard to play a four hour game. <laughs> in that right. time frame. So we, we bring our own facilities. Uh, and it has everything cool. you want it to have. And it's got tables, chairs, wheelchair accessibility. Light changing uh, colors and ability, like levels. They have their own kitchens with um, refrigerators, their own bathrooms. The bus doesn't have kitchens or bathrooms, but it does have a refrigerator. Yeah, well, it's an, R- it's an RV. It's not AC. just like a trailer. It's an actual like RV I'm looking at. It's a, tra- it's a toy There's toy haulers. So we had to get a toy hauler because a regular trailer, the wheelchairs would fall through the floor. There's hundreds of okay. instances of it. <laughs> really? So the uh, All right. electric wheelchair can weigh 400 pounds by itself without putting a person in their gear on it. Right. Wow. So you're looking at an excess of 500 pounds easy. I just kind of assumed, I guess, floors can, I guess not. I mean, I guess that assumption was wrong. Floors can't hold that. Uh, uh, they make them as lightweight as possible, and uh, that's part of the problem is that we take a lot of these things for uh, granted. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We don't take these kind of things for granted. Um, other people do. So we uh, we did lots of research before we even bought our first one to make sure it would fit our needs. Uh, we do not have the ideal version yet. Uh, that's why we have a GoFundMe for the RPG bus and trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a museum we're working on that has another GoFundMe. Uh, because we have a lot of scientific material, uh, correspondence between um, various people within the communities over the last few decades. Mm-hmm. Um, the name of the person who donated? Paul Cardwell. Paul Cardwell, uh, the founder of the CarPGA, the committee. What? <laughs> Car? What did you say? Playing games and advocacy. And we got them all in boxes. This is one of them. And they're. Over a thousand pounds, and they're just full of correspondence, games, 
audio uh, cassettes, audio cassettes of interviews and things like that. So we're we're putting together a museum for that. And we're working on putting it online first because that's free for us. Books. Yeah. Oh, unpublished books, unpublished games, all kinds of nice stuff. Uh, dice that are incredibly old, uh, predating the actual invention of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which was, of course, 1974. Where did they get all this stuff? He's been collecting it for decades. Okay. So he's the collector, huh? <clears throat> wow. Where Where are you, like, now? What is this room? Like, there's oh, a lot uh, of stuff going on. It, it looks like the museum is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, what what's going on here? So this is our studio. And we're in Spokane, Washington. And uh, our founder is nice enough to let us take over his entire basement. And this is all of the materials that he has for gaming that he's collected over the years, as well as some of our adaptive equipment that are on the shelves. Yeah. Uh, there's also some psychology, uh, recreation therapy, philosophy, and stuff mm -hmm. like on one shelf. Over here, we have the Lord of the Rings, Tolkien, and those kind of things. Every, you know, a lot of things written by Tolkien. Uh, not, okay. and, and about Tolkien. Uh, the rest is role You seem a little biased here. All kinds. You know, <laughs> you seem a little biased here for Tolkien. Uh, you know, yeah. you're doing the LARP was Lord of the Rings base. You've got shelves that are just Tolkien, well, you know. Part of that is that the, the, the for the LARP, it, well, the founder is part of the AIA Tolkien Society, which is a, or, well, the. That's yeah. a thing? Tolkien Society here is a smile of the UK AIA Tolkien Society. This is incredible. Um, but the other part is that that game, I'm going to go pull the book. He runs a three-day convention uh, once a year uh, called Tolkien Mood. That's just uh, Tolkien gaming. Oh, but he does. And he uses <laughs> wow. Lord of the Rings because it has behavior modification rules that allow us to be able to alter behavior. Uh, what do you mean? Guidance. Behavior guidance. We don't use behavior modification yeah. anymore because we are uh, <laughs> twisting people's brains. Yeah. So, so in hypnosis. Conversion therapy? <laughs> yeah, What's going on? Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. Behavior guidance. So uh, for at-risk population. What do you, give me, can you give an example of this? Like what behavior are you trying to guide? Uh, discouraging violence mm -hmm. uh, as, as the number one response. Mm -hmm. uh, in Adventures in Middle Earth, if you do things that's considered an evil act like murder, uh, theft, etc., you gain shadow points. And your mm. companion might that is your, like your Samwise to your Frodo will also can can gain shadow points. So you're not just affecting yourself; you're affecting the people around you. So these people, no, no, these people, those stories. Wait, well, one second. They're asking questions. Yes. Okay. These people. That these people perfect. don't go LARPing then. Right. These you people don't. This you design a different program for them. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. And then, good. What was your question? I said, isn't there a lot of violence in the Tolkien stories, though? Uh, you're trying yes, to you're discourage violence. There can be. Right. Okay. So, just when in the Tolkien universe, when you do violence, a lot of the time there is an immediate repercussion for it in, in the, okay. the movies and other things like that. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh, All right. This is just one example. Um, for, for at-risk, mostly, populations as right. well as so, autism spectrum. If you're having a, um, a group that is incarcerated, mm 
and you want to hit specific goals, like coming up with different solutions. You want a different system or different behavioral guidances to teach them. There are other peoples that uh, may, they have an assertive problem. They don't, they're, they're, they can't become assertive in their real life. So we give them opportunities to be more assertive in a role-playing game. Another example of behavior guidance uh, for the nonviolent actions would be Adventures in Time and Space, the Doctor Who role-playing mm -hmm. game. Um, by the way, both these are by Cubicle 7. Mm -hmm. This, um, you get to go, your order of combat or initiative is determined by your choice of actions. If you're going to just talk, you go first. If you're going to just run, you go second or any kind of movement. If you're going to interact with an object, you go third. And if you do anything that resembles violence, you're going to go last. And if you choose a violent uh, course of action when it's not necessary, you can lose story points, which will affect your ability to improve in the game or even to survive certain encounters because you need um, story points to change the outcome of certain events. Okay. So those are just mm -hmm. some examples. It all depends on what we're trying to teach people. Does it like... We, we do everything from um, brain injury... And we do autism spectrum. We do uh, social phobias. Mm -hmm. We do um, incarcerated folks. Okay. We do educational programs. We're trying to teach history, science, math, languages, or even just like a tool in the in in the world, mm -hmm. as far as education. Uh, we have one right here called Z Day Operation, and then another called uh, the Case of the Mer Missing Surgeon. We're trying to teach uh, actual skills for people to learn and use. This one specifically how to use the transit system. And this one's how to use other emergency systems. Doctors. How to make an appointment. How to, yeah, all your civic resources you have. How to find out where they are. How to make contact with things. So these, uh, we can teach people their basic skills. There was a question in one of your... Uh, on your Patreon asking whether or not we can teach skills such as uh, farming. farming. So you can actually be done with tabletop role-playing games, that can be done with electronic role-playing games where people, you can like sim farm, but with a story. Well, and you can also, you can also do it through the means that we do this. So this, your agent's a shield and you start off by doing a tabletop role-playing game and you learn all the skills that you need and how the bus routes go. And then you go out into the public and use the system as a last day as a LARP. Um, Have you done this yet? Yes. Yes. Did these, not not these, recently. Okay. Okay. So not, not recently. How was, was it successful? Mm -hmm. How successful was it to teach someone how to use the transit system? Had they done it before or were they, was this like so the first time getting on public transportation. No, before they went around on the bus and did their little bus tour, teach you how to use the bus for individuals with disabilities, and it did not stick. And we don't know the exact data on how many people have generalized that one, um, but it because it was a different group that we were came in and did the service and then left. <laughs> I, I know. Love the I'm trying to, to figure out. I know. We're trying. <laughs> 90% is what we're looking for. 90% of the people uh, generalized it to be able to By use By generalized, the bus. she means that they were able to continue to use it after the course was over and they, they can still continue to use the bus. 
Mm-hmm. And their success rates before the um, live action role playing version of it was only 5%. Yes, you can hear him <laughs> tipping us off uh, on, on the stats. Good uh, also froze. It's all, it's all funny. Oh, we froze. No, no, you didn't. What, didn't. what, what was the what was the number what was the number of people that was a part of the this 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 the study? Thirty. Like how many people? It was a 30. program. Okay. Well, this wasn't a research study. This was an actual program implementing the studies into an actual uh, use. Gotcha, gotcha. And okay. And so ninety percent of those thirty people were learned how to use public transportation successfully and Correct. retained that based because of this. Yeah. Huh. And what what was what this group what what was what was preventing them was were they on the autism spectrum yeah, they like, were like on the what autism was, spectrum. why could they not use and okay. intrinsic motivation okay. is the cool. other big thing so um, if you don't want to learn something you're not going to so we put it in a way in which yeah. they want to be able to learn how to do something and then if they want to use it afterwards then they're able to. So we can't make people learn how gotcha. to use the bus system and then expect that they'll use it in their real life because they have to want to be able to use it in their real life. Mm-hmm. Do you find that most right. of the people that you do this with like want to play? I right. guess. Uh, <laughs> or, or is it so only people that only people that want to play even come to you guys? Period. Like, is that kind of how yes, it is, no. or is it you know, is it like, hey, let's try this out? You know, and then so you have somebody we, who's like, I don't even know what a game at, is. Yes. We worked at Spark Central, uh, which yes. is a community organization. And in order to get people to join us to learn to play the games, uh, Spark Central was offering them pizza tokens. You you play the game, we'll give you some pizza. Bribe with pizza. And that's how they get it. They, these were people that were closed off like, I'm too big to hey, play games. It worked I when I was in college. Here. That's yeah, right. yeah. So they, some people had, had were literally bribed to play these games, and then they became lifelong players. Mm-hmm. They're still with us. Um, some of them moved on to run their own games and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid came in closed off, and by the uh, by the middle of it, he was like, "I really want to go and really want to play." And then he accidentally killed his <laughs> his character, um, and I. <laughs> was reviving him and I was in the game playing so as a as a person who was there and um he got to switch with me and now he was reviving the player he was just or the character he was just playing my character so um yeah it was interesting and it was interesting to see that shift of immediate like his body language changed and his attitude changed yeah, about 45 minutes he went gotcha. from being a murder hobo wanting just to kill every goat or every creature he saw to actually exhibiting empathy. Mm-hmm. And in the game together. or in real life? Uh, in the Well, both. both. In the uh, game he made this change, <laughs> and the change carries on into real life, which is the whole purpose of doing it. Mm-hmm. We want these these lessons to stick and, and move on. And he was much more respectful during breaks and stuff of that nature directly afterwards. Mm-hmm. We've actually lowered the crime rate in the area around um, Spark Central. Uh, our players are who may have been involved in vandalism or throwing rocks or getting into trouble. Um, in we're not past. doing it. Yeah. Once they they got into mm-hmm. these programs. Well, and all of the other programs at Spark Central have been cut because they could not keep their kids engaged the whole time or even directly after. Um, so they were, they were outside throwing rocks, uh, causing trouble for all of the, lo- the other local businesses. Yeah. So uh, when all the What's other the average age range people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, good. Huh. 
What's the average age range of the people there? So it's five to uh, 95, um, 50. I definitely did. I'm 52, so I, I, I branched the curve a little bit. Um. <laughs> we like to say 105. Anyone can come and join our programs, and they can find them at rpgresearch.com forward slash events. Right now, all of them are online. Um, but I've, I, I was at the library a while back, and I was running Adventures in Middle Earth, and I had someone who was over the age of 60 sit down and say, oh, I've got to get my my uh, book club to play uh, one of these games because they'll love it. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. These are all I mean, online. We, we, um, uh, so you, kids four years I'm old. sorry. Say that again. These are all online? Right now, yes. Well, there's events. one going on today. We're taking a week. This is empty. Okay, oh. events is empty right now because we're taking a week off after Gen Con, World Con, and a Spark Central event. We did three uh, major events. We provided the platform for World Con to run on. Um, we didn't actually run games or anything for World Con. We just provided everything they branded on. Uh, Gen Con, we ran 40-plus events from workshops and seminars to various games where we taught everything from ancient games like Mancala, Senate, and the Royal Game of Ur to uh, great role-playing games like No Thank You Evil. Um, dungeon, uh, well, we actually didn't run any Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. We did basic fantasy role-playing games, uh, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But at Spark Central, running at the same time on that Saturday, we did run uh, some traditional Dungeons Dragons 5th edition, some basic fantasy role-playing games. I ran Adventures in Middle-Earth. So, uh, yeah. we, we run for everybody and, and mm-hmm. as many topics as we can. Top secret. And we'll be populating that page when we come back. We come back on Monday. Uh, we're making an exception today. I was to going to say here. you're here right um, now. We normally take up to... Uh, a week off after conventions so that we don't burn out our uh, volunteers because after a long weekend, and I mean, I'm losing my voice because I spent 14 hours talking one day (laughs) uh, on stream. Uh, But uh, yeah, so it's, it was kind of rough. They have a name. Good. made it. His name's Hans. It's Hawk. Oh, Hawk. (laughs) The whisperer is Hawk. (laughs) As in the big giant bird, but with an extra E on the end. Yeah. He's our, um, Vice pres- or president over, over, and founder. Over, uh, yeah, the oh, magical, the whisperer. The magical whisperer. He's hiding behind the camera. I yeah. see. That's Hawk Robinson. Um, he looms large in our organization. Mm-hmm. Yet another high joke. <laughs> so was Gen Con in public? Was that, it, it was all online, right? The Gen, Gen Con? Yes, it was all online. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing with the COVID. So, so how did you guys online. interact? Right, I figured that. So, how did you guys interact where you would normally? Oh, uh, we have an- several different studios. So, the bus, the trailer, and the other trailer uh, all convert into isolation ish things. So, we had different GMs coming in and out, and we had a cleaning crew um, who was cleaning in between each person so that they could safely be here, run games, and um, keep like- people socially distanced by putting them in separate rooms. Because not everyone like us, we we work together at the therapeutics and a few other uh, work. We basically we are in, in our the, social almost, bubble. Yeah, we almost live in the same house at this point over the last few weeks. Um, so we are part of our bubble now. Prior to COVID, we had ninety percent of our programs were going online, so we could accommodate people 
that were in Africa, Saudi Arabia, uh, South America, you know, our volunteers, our researchers who are coming from all over the world uh, for training and to do the actual work. Uh, so we had a lot of online presence already. And you can watch our programs online as far as the, the what you can actually view of us. Uh, where we do our training on Mondays at 6.30 and Saturdays at 12.30. No, no. Sundays. 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 Sorry, Sundays at 12, uh, it was. Yeah, I, tr I teach on Sundays at 12.30. <laughs> I'm uh, still used to saying Saturdays. YouTube.com forward slash RPG Research has um, all our videos mm -hmm. uh, that we can publicly show. Mm -hmm. We can't show video or photos from the MDA because we don't have releases from all the customers or from Spark Central. So we can't show you those. And it's really difficult to get people to play um, in our community programs uh, if you're constantly streaming it. So we don't usually stream those. Right. Mm -hmm. So that we can attract those uh, protected populations. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally watching questions? these videos now. Sorry, I was watching one of your live streams. <laughs> watching, like, ah, let's watch this. There's a there's a video of a storm. Uh, we have. It, it's literally that's just called stormy. That's probably the road trip that you're watching, Matt. Yeah, one of the RPG tours. Uh, for example, Hawk just recently drove from here in Spokane, Washington, to Wisconsin. No, Michigan. Michigan. Maine. He went to Maine. So he went He went up to the top, came back down to Texas and came to us. Uh, he did an eight-state tour uh, the year before. Uh, we've, we've driven out to Gen Con with those trailers. We went to the Washington State Therapeutic Recreation Association as well as the uh, Gen Con and the uh, American Therapeutic Recreation Association uh, conference in uh, – that one was in Reno. We do a lot for three thousand dollars. I was going to say, how can the heck can you afford that? We actually had a budget. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the gas oh is volunteers. So, what do both of you guys do, like for a living, whenever you're not volunteering your time? Uh, we're paid game masters. What? So we we what? run therapeutic groups through RPG Therapeutics as well. Right. So, and we I'm also a merchandiser. Okay. So I go so into the organization. I'm the Pepsi man of random stuff. Yeah. So RPG Therapeutics is a completely separate, it's a for-profit organization. Uh, and they, they do anything that is a for-profit uh, activity from a therapeutic sessions to um, RPG parties, to running workshops and seminars where you have to pay and get mm -hmm. certificates and things like that. Um, we work for that organization as well. Uh, and I'm also a merchandiser, so I'm in stores like Walmart, Fred Meyers, putting up displays and trying to stay as far away from people as possible. <laughs> displays? Are they cool <laughs> displays? Uh, I love the one I put up in Fred Meyers this last week for books. It looks like a Barnes & Noble display. I really love it. Oh, wait. Are these the fancy kinds where you take the cardboard and you have to fold it in a million different ways to make Into like a stand? Into 100 million positions. Yep. Yeah. And then you have to drag it out onto the floor and hope it doesn't shake apart. Mm -hmm. That's cool. <laughs> oh, it's, are you the? Are you also the person? You know what it's like, um, especially like around Super Bowl and stuff like that. How they stack all the the feedback. I, I it's, it's this weird. It, it's hard. Uh, it's 
Yeah, it, may, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm drunk when I'm talking. When I hear myself through the, uh, the echo. I keep stopping yeah. mid sentence. You, you, oh, you can hear us yourselves. Yeah, but on only recently. Feet. Only just yeah. recently. You can turn that down. Um. Yeah. So we so can fix that. How you have like the containers of like Sprite and Coke and all that, and it makes like a picture. Do you get to do that art? You know what I mean? Like the ends, they oh, make like a I, cool picture. I get to do some of that. I don't, I'm not for Pepsi or Coke or anything like that. I mostly do books, magazines, TY. Uh, Beanie Babies? I used to do the stuff that dangled in a Hiles. Um, yeah, so I do a lot of other Fantastic. random things. I didn't even know Beanie yeah. Babies were still a thing. They are. They're still well, they're, ba- they're beanie boos now. And Shut I also up, do, that's not I true. I did jelly bean for a while. I don't recommend Yeah, it is. Top. No, it's not. <laughs> what did you call them? One. Yeah. I have a ton of them. They're beanie, beanie boos now. Oh, come on. Yeah. B-O-S. They just took a, a beanie baby that's uh, one of the dragons into space. Wait, they just made a beanie baby more anime. <laughs> they just made yes. it. Yeah, it's actually really big bigger. eyes now. I mean, <laughs> yep. Yeah, my daughter's got like a oh, million of this them. This is the new thing. Now, are there like rare collectible ones of these? Just like they're. Oh. No, okay. I don't think that's a thing anymore. No. Like you go to Cracker Bell and they have like a huge display of them every Cracker Bell and places like yeah, that. I remember places where them. you could buy like these little plastic t- things that would protect the tag. You remember that for yes. the little baby yeah. babies? I have yeah. a couple with tag protectors on them. Not that I bought them with tag really? protectors, but other people put tag protectors on them. No, it's okay if you did. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not I'm definitely judging, but not publicly. <laughs> you know? No. Um there was like one if I rem- I don't I'm trying to remember what like a really famous expensive beanie baby was back in the day. This was like when I was in like Well right school. now you can't find the dragon that they took into space on the SpaceX mission. Was it a new Oh, right. It's a newer one. Yeah. It, it changes colors. It's blue and red. Now I have to look up. I think we have a couple in the background. Huh. Most expensive beanie yeah. babies. Yeah, we got one right here. 20 most expensive beanie babies in the world. Oh, is that the dragon? Yeah. Well, this is not that dragon, but this is a dragon. It's a dragon. Oh, not the dragon. I got you. I got you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This is a beanie baby going for $600,000. No, yep. there's not. Large Wallace and his squad. Well, no one's yeah, buying no, it for that prize. Five hundred thousand for Princess the Bear. Yeah, you should see how much um, some of the old RPG research stuff sells for. Dang. You got RPG you guys could sell research. stuff for that three thousand dollars. Original and dragons, um, deities and demigods that had the Call of Cthulhu mythos in it is quite expensive right now. Yeah, so is that going in the museum, or are you going to sell that for gas money? The one original? Yeah. The one original? I think that this one. (laughs) This is an old... What's it worth? It's an old D&D. Original Dungeons & Dragons Blackmore Supplement, uh, published by TSR Rules. This was put out... This is a reprint, 2004. The Uh, the original... uh, no, it's not. not. Why does he say nope. The boss says it's not. That's the, uh, that's the ISO code. Oh. That's, the, that's the catalog code. Oh. It's like 1978 or something. 1975. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You're touching uh, it. I don't know what that goes for right now. Um, are, is this all going to be part of the really museum as well? Or is it just going to be that one collection? Right now, it's just that one collection. Um, this collection is keeping separate and because it's... Uh, it's Hawk's personal collection, but we, we do get access to it. 
We are accepting donations for physical items of anything that anybody wants uh, to bring in. If it's something that we can't actually use for the museum, because let's say it's the third copy of something, we may we may put it up for auction, etc. Mm -hmm. But we really desperately need a warehouse so that Hawk could get his house back. <laughs> oh, um, it's all just sitting yeah. in the basement, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's all here. Yeah. Uh, the, the museum stuff is in the next room over here. You can't see. And then the one that we use for our office and storage is the next room over. Mm -hmm. And then the trailers and bus are up in this. Uh, in his uh, driveway. Much to his neighbor's discontent. <laughs> is now, the they love the fact that there are two trailers, <laughs> a bus, and his SUV parked in front of his house at all times. Is the plan to have like a final physical location for this museum or just online only? Yes. Yeah. That is the plan when we can make more than $3,000 a year. Yeah, no kidding. I don't even know what cost Spokane has. That's so far away. It's like four hours away. It can't be that much, right? We're looking at $2,000 a month Dude. for a good-sized warehouse. Just to rent it, and we're looking upwards of uh, $3,000 to be able to have water, power, sewer, garbage, and all of the other things like we might You would need. actually put the museum in a warehouse. Like, the same warehouse that you're talking about for storing it is the museum. That's like... That's yeah. the thing. Got it. Okay. There would be separate parts for it, and we clean it up and stuff. But that's the minimum requirement. You know, to get a complete separate museum quality building, like you would go down. Uh, we're, we're talking houses, lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I'm only expecting like Smithsonian level here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys mentioned uh, on your thing, you were surprised that you know we were under fifty thousand. Uh, mm -hmm. You just didn't know how far under fifty thousand we were. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't remember what we were talking about when we said that, but I'm sure I said it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, you were you said it because you're like they have all these programs and there's all these pictures and oh oh they money did not tour. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I think we looked you up on Charity Navigator or something like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And realize that we weren't... Um, I looked um, up the... Uh... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I looked up the, 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 the thing you just showed. It's on eBay. They're, around, they're going for around 500 for the original two that, uh, uh, 1974 So That's enough book. gas to go to Maine again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish $400 was enough gas to get us to Maine. Uh, we get six to six point five miles to the gallon where we have the bus and a trailer oh, or the, or the, the um, SUV and a trailer. Now you the all the bus actually gets better gas mileage than the SUV when it's pulling the trailer. You all do more than just five point five miles RPG, right? Like I saw, yeah. I don't know where it is, but somewhere you do more traditional, like what you're trained in as well, right? I mean, you're I guess you're trained oh, no, in RPG as well. In is RPGs. Yeah, but we, you're right. We what? Use music what? You don't go to school for RPGs. What do you mean? What? I did. I went That's to school for recreation therapy. Yeah. I went to school to learn how to do uh, gaming. Well, different types of gaming. But so, yeah, oh my purpose. gosh, I always she thought recreational therapy was just like music and, and like RPG drums was the modality and modality that we chose to use. Ah. Yeah. They teach but, you how to play uh, RPGs in school, or that's that's just your application well, of it. No. That was that was the application of the process. So they teach us the theories behind doing each the activities, but they don't teach you the activities because you could be snowshoeing with the blind, or you could be playing basketball but, with people who are just not neurotypical, or you could be rehabbing a hip 
by doing hiking. Mm -hmm. Or in my case, you could be playing role-playing games and other tabletop games. Do most board board games games and 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 music. Drum circles. We use drum circles. A lot of the time. And music therapy. Do Um, most recreational therapists tend to specialize in a thing or are most like, ah, we'll just make something up to fix this or, you know, to help with this? No, uh... There's there's research behind what we do, um, but they usually marry a popul- population, and I married a modality. Mm, I see. <laughs> yeah. Got so they'll be like, it. I really want to help people with autism or kids right. in hospitals. Okay. And then they'll go from there and make programs for so their So it's not so much about people. the actual therapy being yeah. used. It's more about the people that they're treating as far as what they tend right. to specialize yeah. in. Yeah, we specialize in the treatment method. Okay. Most people specialize in a specific population. That makes total sense. I get that. Okay. Yeah. So they teach us the theories and where to find research on our special on our populations and how to use like the the World Health Organization code to navigate Which? through the system. And um, we are actually creating the um, handbook of recreation therapy and and role playing games. So that you can open it up and be like, I have someone who has a, this disability at this level mm-hmm. and then pick, uh, pick that out. And it'll um, have like recommendations of what to do and how to do it and all that. And what not to use, because mm. that's a huge deal. Like you wouldn't want to use, um, the, if you're working mm, with uh, so autism spectrum, you won't want to use like call Cthulhu for example, because that may fit their interests, but it also doesn't lend to them learning anything. Right. And you're writing part of this book? No. Uh, uh, Hawk will be putting a chapter in, is it a chapter? Yeah, full chapter in this. That's a different book. Okay. No, that's the, this is the one that we're writing. But it is based on this book. Because this is the one for recreation therapy. This This Mm. is the one that that recreation therapists use to reference so that they can um, so that they can use the correct research. Yeah, so this is the role playing gaming uh, recreation therapy handbook of practice by W. A. Hawks Robinson. It's our from RPG research, mm-hmm. but it's based on this, which is the recreational therapy handbook of practice, there which is, uses the who codes. When I mentioned writing a chapter, there is a two textbooks that get used for recreation therapy, depending on whether or not you are on the East Coast or West Coast, uh, you know which side of the country you're on. And what does that matter? Um, uh, because it's, that's the, 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 the professor. People actually, one, people one learn different based on which water you're closer to. What happened to Tupac exactly. and Biggie? Uh, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of division like this throughout the different professions. If you, oh. um, textbooks. Yeah, it's Tupac and Biggie. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they write textbooks on uh, at different uh, universities. They're encouraged to, and so then they'll uh, translate it for each. You know, use the one closest to you because that person could come into your classroom potentially. So Hawk uh, will be in one of the books. Will be writing a chapter in the recreation therapy textbook on use of role playing games. Mm-hmm. For Penn State. So we're going to East Coast, but they'll switch for uh, over here at Eastern, which is where both me and Hawk went to. 
Eastern Washington University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys are updating your website, you said. Yes. Dude, I, so Constantly. during this whole conversation, I, I swear there's been no less than like eight different links that have come up in, in just like the different <laughs> ways to get to this. Because there's like the one that you just showed on that binder was new to me. That's different than the RPG research, which is different than the RPG van or bus, rpgbus.com. You, you guys, I know where your $3,000 is going. You got a lot of domains. <laughs> those domains are those domains are donated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are all donated. We don't pay. RPG Research does not pay for any of the domains. They are donated okay. from uh, the founders' who? back pocket. No, that's a personal donation. I mean, I was oh, kidding, okay. but it's fun. Yeah, uh, uh, most of our sorry, expenses Matt. are paid for. By the founder and president Hawk Robinson, uh, and our volunteers. Like we volunteers. constantly have snacks, and that's thanks to our great volunteers. What's your favorite snack that they bring in? Um, the jerky. More jerky, guys. You know. Yeah, uh, and we also got these really cool so, snack boxes from Costco this time. Snack boxes. Snack box. Yeah, they had um, uh, nuts and mm. gorp and stuff. You know, just little snack mix. coffees. Okay. Yeah. And with gotcha. COVID, we're trying to do so all the But I'm on your website. And I go Which to the about us page. You got to be specific here. I'm, at, I'm on okay. rpgresearch.com slash about us. And then there's this executive team down here that look like sh they have like shutterfly photos, basically. These aren't even real people. We, this we, we just went live with this oh, okay. They're, these are real people. Okay. Yeah. No, those are <laughs> real right. people. That is a placeholder. You found our placeholders. So if you go to www w2.rpgresearch.com forward slash about forward slash staff. What? Then you that hasn't been moved over yet. We're trying to move uh, everything from the different websites into one. But it hasn't okay. finished yet. Uh, about We're using four servers. Okay, so about and I got w our w staff. W2? Our, our biggest issue is that we tried to right. do Odoo 13 which is in beta uh -huh. and yeah, it, it didn't work. Very well. So we, we rolled. Oh, back. wait. No, I'm on W. Wait, you said W2. I'm on W3. There's so many websites. <laughs> <laughs> we have like four different sites. WWW2. And we, we're okay. right now working on compiling so that. It's W. Right so just, it's. I'm going to interrupt. Be, because it's all volunteer run, mm -hmm. let's see. We uh, mostly focus on doing our programs. When we can, we try to update the websites. But over the years, uh, we've Found moved it. from one platform to another that isn't compatible, so we have to manually recreate the pages on each. So we've been th we have four servers of different versions: Plone Four, Plone Five, Odoo Thirteen, and Odoo Twelve. And we're trying to move everything over to Odoo 12 because we finally found something that works for us. Mm -hmm. But it's a manual process from volunteers. And so all we can do is do a piecemeal a little bit each day, a little bit each week. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, unfortunately, it's a mess right now. But we're, we're doing what we can to get all moved to one site now that we finally uh, found something that works. Oh, wait, I just got to a login screen. Gotcha. All right. I don't know. And okay. really most I found I found the, uh, the list of oh, volunteer Haw team Okay, members. I found Hawk Robinson on W3. Did you yeah. find it on W3? That found on oh, W2. I didn't find, I can't if you find want to just find my info. Brad Kane. If you want to find oh, wait, no, wait. That's not. This is all 
input by Hawk. This is not so. Brad Kane is not Hawk. I thought the. If you want to say my info, this Brad Kane guy, he looks like a he's like a war hero. Go to yeah, Brad's awesome. Yeah. Go to Hawk Robinson H A W K E Robinson dot com or um, Hawk Enterprising, and if you're just trying to get my info. Um, I don't know if John's site is up right now for gmjohn.com. I'd have to check Wait, on that. Wait, you have two websites yeah, as well? Having... <clears throat> What's what? that? You have two websites as well? What did you say? Hawk, I, Hawk I Robinson? Personally have, I personally have over 260 domains. <laughs> GM John okay. is not currently open. It doesn't I worked like in it. tech. I was CIO and CTO of a number of companies. That's funny. Good had, I don't know if okay. Good wants to tell that story. Probably not. Your domain what? fund... How all the domain, domain fund that you lawsuits and this that and the other thing and oh, yeah you probably shouldn't yeah I used to, I used to run a, it did the, it's, I mean it's fine I used to run a web, web hosting company and Target sued me one time over a bunch of domain names because they had the word Target in them even though it had nothing to do with Target the the brand <laughs> but anyways that's a, that's a different story different story I used to have a lot of them for a different myself. time. So we would love to. Have I a still volunteer. collect domain names, but I can't tell you any of them because this is a PG podcast. We would love to have a volunteer webmaster to help take care of this because we mostly focus on our programs. <clears throat> we don't have anybody focused on our website. No, we need administrative um, assistance. Um, we need people working the volunteer coordinators, uh, people who are doing the outreach, the social, you know, YouTube, Twitter fundraisers, those are the kind of things that we need. Because right now, Your Twitter's it's the pretty three active. of us doing a lot of that. Uh, could you ask that again? Your Twitter is pretty active, isn't it? It's fairly active, yeah. Uh, we we post every time that we're live, and that's most of what it gets. And mm. anytime we do a blog post or anything like that. Um, the research team is uh, has been posting more frequently than any of our other programs. Cool. And then when we go on, you said you have some GoFundMe's. Yes. I couldn't okay. find those. Uh, so if you go to GoFundMe.com, uh, there is the RPG Museum forward slash RPG Museum, and and also forward slash RPG Trailer. Those are the two GoFundMe's I do believe we have, and then we have our own Patreon, okay. and you can get. Um, access to our videos a month in advance after the live stream. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash RPG research. Oh my God. There's so many. I know. Can you just, it's hard. can you just do me a you favor? A, just and a website. Just a yeah, website. Exactly. I was like, can you make a website of websites so that we can just link the website of so, websites? Uh, can you just like at some point after this, book. what? If you go to our, our, our RPG and go to news blog, then there is a, a compendium of all of our uh, websites. There's okay. a page, there's a blog post that I'm working on. And at the bottom of it, it has a long list of all the websites. Okay. Uh, for just RPG research. And uh, then our about <clears throat> on several of our other pages and like who we work with are okay. on others. This, so we I work see with other now. organizations like dots RPG as well. Zombie Orifice Entertainment, Dots RPG, uh, ASL for RPGs, Cursed Crypt. Yeah, you yeah. you do need someone to. That's a. I I think my There's mind would just explode trying to remember all these things. Yeah, we're doing a lot with very very little. Imagine what we could do if we had actual money. Um. <laughs> so 
Or staff. Here's the here's the truth. Uh, well, first mm-hmm. off, PayPal donation just says PayPal.com. I just noticed oh. that. <laughs> anyway. It's, oh, it actually links to the right thing, though. It actually links to the right thing. Um, okay. I'm not going to copy-paste all this. So, no. what is the best way? Let's, if, if people were going to type in one thing into their URL right now, what is it that they type to help you guys the most? RPGresearch.com. Okay. And all the links will be up. We're working yeah, on well, it. Well, the problem with that is, <laughs> I'll be honest, I tried real hard after going to RPGresearch.com to get to any page where I could give you money, like the GoFundMe, the oh, Patreon. RPG None of that's, I can't find that anywhere. Okay, you click donate. slash donate. Okay. So well, see, I went to that, that, and I swear I don't see where the, okay, I do see the Patreon PayPal here, recurring. But I don't, no, no, wait. Oh, yeah, I don't, oh, huh? That's okay. Yeah, I did. It goes, but it does go to the Patreon. But I don't find the GoFundMe is, on there. Maybe I'm just stupid. Uh, that just hasn't made it to the website quite yet. We're working on it. Um, putting okay. the, the that's why we have to rattle off all of these yeah, websites. The bottom right now. says support the RPG Historical Museum, learn more, and that takes you back to the top of the donate page. So, so it's not finished yet. We're working on okay. it. Yep, I believe because we we've, we've had the okay. site live for two two weeks at most. Mm-hmm. No, we did two huge conventions and a community mm-hmm. service program. Not just this. Yeah, that was just in the last. Oh my god, we hit. Weekend. So we hit this website right when it was made, and I just talked all over it. <laughs> Ooh, <Yes>. that was close. <laughs> 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 but we've always had the, a little all bit right. of those issues, and we've been really working on them. And we do need the critical feedback. So maybe so that's one thing that we do it's early, a lot of. Yeah. Maybe somebody out there listening to this right now wants to donate their time or their money. I mean, money is good. Um, yeah. But maybe also time is also important and valuable yeah. uh, to helping out. Now, where can they contact you for we, things like that? Because our hour is up. So I just want to make sure we get all RPG these research. things out there. Yeah. What is it? RPGresearch.com forward slash volunteers. The volunteer. Okay. Or volunteer. Yeah, not plural. Okay, there's no. How do they contact you? You guys are celebrities now. There's, there's got to the be a way to just email you. Contact us at the very bottom. Info at okay. Every page. Bottom of every page. There's even a phone. All number. Ways to contact us. Oh God! Don't tell them there's a phone number, good. There's don't, a, don't don't be, there's a cell text tell number them, too. Don't tell who does that text? Oh, Who's God. getting the text? There is a there is a cell phone that is dedicated to RPG research. Yeah, there's and an 800 number. It's just like somewhere like. In a red box is it just hidden somewhere from the it, world? It follows one of us at all times. Okay. Yep. So, okay. <laughs> so whenever they're texting, <laughs> why did you point this out? Anyone other than listening, please don't just spam. Uh, okay. Cool. I think I've learned yeah. more than I thought I was going to learn. Us. I'm sorry, Matt. I definitely learned more than I thought I was going to learn. Let's say that. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Holy cow. I didn't realize that there was so much involved, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, do- we're doing a lot with very little, and we're really yeah. trying to impact our community as well as propel this forward in a meaningful way that's, that's replicable, and we put it out there for everyone so that other people can use it um, so that we're not the only ones out there trying to build this. It's just crazy that you're like, you're doing your job job. And then after your job, you're like, 
I want to do more of that. And then you do more of it yeah. for not job. Yeah. Um, that's wild. We love this and we want it to be successful. And the only way it's going to be successful is if we have other means of getting people interested. I put in a minimum of at least 30 hours a week on the volunteer side. I think I'm at 20 because I'm working probably about 50, 60. Mm-hmm. Good God. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just trying to make our lives matter and impact most people. Um, so, uh, and this or, is international. Yeah, this isn't just Spokane. This is, you've gone, no, you're global. Correct. So hop in, yep. even if you're not in Washington, which is the best state. We can yeah. all agree on that. It doesn't matter where you are in the country. If you can communicate with us, we, we will, we'll, we'll work with you. Mm-hmm. Good. Did you have anything yeah. else That's really cool. for these brave souls? Are you guys going to join us for the, the premium episode yeah. uh, as well? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, no, I don't think I have anything else. We can uh, we can wrap this up here. Everyone, check them out, um, and hopefully you can. Uh, you, <laughs> hopefully, this podcast results in you you, you increasing your three thousand dollars. Three thousand and uh, something more than three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all right, well, thank you guys. Very all much. right, we'll see you all in premium. Bye. Podcast. <laughs>